Welcome to this edition of the Douglas County School District Growing Together podcast. We will be talking to leaders, educators, specialists, and community members about topics that matter to our students, our schools, and our community. Let's jump into this week's episode as we grow together. Welcome back to our podcast, Growing Together. Today in the studio, I'm meeting with Emma Watson. She is a middle school science teacher at Cimarron Middle School. Welcome. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited to talk with you today and learn a little bit more about a day in the life in your classroom. I'm excited to share. Thank you. (laughs) Great. So we are going to talk about Science Day. We're going to talk about standards. We're going to talk about how kids are engaging in your classroom. What are you most excited about as a teacher, as a science teacher, and working with kids every day? I think regardless of the standards, I'm excited to help my students gain a passion for science. And I think my job as a middle school teacher is to expose them to all different aspects of science and really get them to understand what it means to be a scientist. So I believe like the direction that we've gone with um, having a more guided science standard, I think has really uh, helped them and helped me figure out uh, exactly what's best for the students with an inquiry-based science curriculum. Awesome. Did you have somebody that did that for you as a student or what brought you to be a middle school science teacher? You know, I I really didn't. I can remember some really awesome projects that I did in science. Some of the teachers that had the biggest impact on me uh, were not necessarily in the sciences, but instead were like guiding mentors through whatever subject they taught. And it was more about the relationship and the big ideas and how to be a person, how to be a Uh, an inquiry-based person, how to be somebody who's interested in critical thinking. And I think that's what really motivated me to try and do my best as a a science teacher. And I look at my job more as an opportunity to help kids find their passion, regardless of whether or not that's science. Can you tell me a little bit more? You keep talking about inquiry-based teaching. What does that look like in your classroom? Or what is a, a student experience in your classroom? I think uh, especially in eighth grade, we have the opportunity. We go through all three disciplines of science. So we start with a little bit of earth science and then move into life science. um, And then they have the opportunity to do some physical science. But uh, inquiry-based for me means that we have the opportunity to explore and kind of like capture everybody's interests, mine included, right? And then uh, after that, uh, give the kids to a chance to figure out what like what does this mean how does this relate to what you can see outside of school or like what you're interested in and then bring in that science behind it to help explain before the kids are able to make that connection and make deeper connections between the content that's huge for kids right to make it relevant and so they can see a connection to their outside world do you have any examples of things that are just concrete examples that our listeners could think about that a student would experience in your classroom. Yeah, of course. So like I I can speak to what we're doing this week because it's the forefront of my mind, but we've been on our physical science unit. So we're looking at waves, which is not necessarily when you're talking about like light and sound, it's not necessarily something that's super apparent in their daily lives. I think in my classroom and in my fellow teachers in eighth grade science, we've had the opportunity to give them a little chance to explore, make connections. So, for example, if we're talking about like transverse and longitudinal waves for light and sound energy, (laughs) 
when are they ever going to use that in real right. life? But if we can make that connection to, well, you know, you've talked about uh, like seismic activity, like earthquakes, so PNS waves, and let's make that connection to something we've already done before. But then also like, let's think like, where have you seen waves before? And like, how does that relate to this kind of like abstract concept of how energy transfers and travels? So let's, let's, let's use slinkies to look at different types of waves. Let's do research on uh, something that interests you that has to do or travels in waves and how can we connect that to our current unit and you know things that are concrete that give an opportunity to make them wonder so uh, showing a video of like one, one kind of wave that's created or showing a phenomena that we've seen of like well why does a pencil look like it's broken when you put it into um, a cup of water those kind of things. Awesome. I wish that our listeners could see your face right now because <laughs> you're, you're very animated in your expression of how important it is to ask questions and just to be an inquirer. So I wish people could see that too. So let's talk a little bit about the next generation science standards. Mm-hmm. What do people need to know that's that's different? You've talked a little bit about just how you make it relevant and bring an inquiry and critical thinking into the classroom. But beyond that, how is it different from what students might have experienced before? So, you know, I've only only been to Douglas County for three years. This is my fifth year teaching, so I have the perspective of being in another district and seeing right before when we transferred to these new standards. And I think that NGSS, or Next Generation Science Standards, provides kids with an opportunity to look at the world, like, through a different lens. So, for the most part, we, I think we are encouraged to approach our practice by showing a phenomena or showing like something that sparks their interest or like, oh, I, I wonder, I wonder what this means or like, what, is, what does that do for, for me? And then from there, we're able to build on the content. So NGSS is nationally aligned. It was created by like the NSDA, so National um, Science Teachers Association. So it, it has research behind it. And instead of, I think where before Douglas County kind of was like, it gave us the autonomy to be able to do what we felt was best for the kids, but now we've got the structure behind it to help support best practice. NGSS uses common language. So now, not even just within a building, but between buildings in Douglas County, kids are hearing, like, this is what it means to be a scientist. These are the steps that a scientist might take. And yeah, you don't necessarily have to do them in the same order every time, but this is the common language that we're going to use. NGSS, it, it is, like I said before, it's inquiry-based. So I love it because it gives me an opportunity for the kids to get excited about something. Like, okay, science may not be like your jam 100% of the time, but let's find something that's like super cool and then be able to build our content off of that. That's awesome. Good. You talked a little bit about proposing a phenomenon for students to engage and to spark their thinking. What are the challenges with this? What do you foresee as being difficult? And again, what's what's some of the benefits of going that, that route? I can start with the benefits because I really feel strongly about it. Um, I think that the benefits are that even kids that aren't invested in necessarily like every single content standard that we're doing, it gives them the opportunity to have a moment of wonder, which hopefully can spark that interest. I think that who really cares what we're doing in the classroom if we're not going to be relating it to something that's really useful for them outside of school. Like, yes, we go through all of these skills, and that's really the why behind it. But giving them the opportunity to be um, encaptured by what we're doing, I think, is an excellent way to start thinking about some of the more complex concepts. I think that 
phenomena allow kids to get like a grappling point. So like, I maybe I don't understand this particular section or this particular topic, but I, I have seen this phenomena before. I have seen this happen in real life. And I, I think I can make sense of this really hard concept using what I've seen before. I think some of the difficulties are, I, I think finding that material, which right. Douglas County has done a really awesome job about. Recently, they've put out like a resource list. So it's given teachers the opportunity to say, okay, well, I, I want to do what's best for my kids because I'm the front line and I, you know, I, I've got that day to day. I know what they need, but, but here's some structure and here's where I can actually find some resources that go along with that. I think finding phenomena that is really exciting. For me as a science teacher, I am really drawn to that. And that can be difficult sometimes. Right. I think the thing that I hear you talking about is a little bit of that productive struggle that we're really encouraging kids to just dig in and persevere and and struggle and grapple with the concepts. And that's okay. Yeah. And I, I think that that's you know, something, that's something they need. Right. (laughs) It's a skill. (laughs) Absolutely. I'm going to share a quote that comes from the 2020 Colorado Academic Standards. My friend and colleague, Jeff Milsna, gave me this quote, and so I want to share it with you. He's a scientist, and you're a scientist, and I just want to hear what it means to you. So the quote is, science is facts. Just as houses are made of stone, so is science made of facts. But a pile of stones is not a house, and a collection of facts is not necessarily science. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think that we, we can inundate these kids with all this information, and here's what this means, and here's what that means. But if, if you're not making meaning of it and you're not making the connections, then what's, what's the point? I think the way Douglas County recently has implemented where we're doing a spiral curriculum and that's an expectation throughout the district and I think that allowing that opportunity for those connections to be made within grade levels as well as within one year is really powerful and who really cares about the the tiny facts if you're not going to be making meaning of it so having the opportunity to build upon previous knowledge and say, hey, you know, yeah, we're talking about electricity, but like, let's connect that to the human body and like what that means for you. And hey, like we talked about gravity in our astronomy unit, but now let's bring this into energy. And like, what does that mean when we're looking at like movement and things around you? That, that quote means to me that we're making meaning, which is the most important part, I think, of a science teacher's job. So I think that leads me into my, I think, my last question. So what do you hope it is that you hear from your students as they're in your classroom or leaving your classroom, as they're looking back at their middle school science days? You know, I I would love for my kids to say, I, I cannot believe that, how cool that was. And I can't believe that, like, I could see science all around me. <laughs> I think that's really <laughs> awesome for the kids to be able to have meaning and make it a little weird and engaging and let's just have fun. But, you know, let's really like figure out how, what does a scientist look like and how are we developing those skills as we're having fun and being weird together? That's awesome. I think that every, any student would be lucky to have you as a teacher and be in your class. So thank you. Any other things that you want to just talk about or share with us before we wrap up today? I think it's really important to understand that, you know, while there's pros and cons to every approach to science standards, I think it's really important that we've adopted something that's nationally recognized and that there's consistency. 
And I think that that really builds confidence within the community. And that's, that's really important that our community is confident that we're um, providing an equitable education and that each kid is really learning real life skills that they need. Absolutely. I couldn't agree with you more. Thank you so much for all of your insight, Emma. It was great to talk with you. I know that we're going to hear more from, from you and the students at Cimarron soon. So thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Yep. Yeah.